I'm Jody Weitz, Results and Success Coach, and these podcasts teach you how to make significant changes to live your dreams, make a positive impact on the world, and drop your regrets. It's time for you to get spectacular. Welcome back to your spectacular life. Hi, everybody. I'm Jody, and I am thrilled to have Kevin Palmieri with me today. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Jody. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I mean, high energy. Yes, <laughs> this guy is. I love it. Let me tell you something about Kevin. Kevin is the CFO founder and co-host of Next Level University, a global top 100 self-improvement podcast with more than a thousand episodes reaching over half a million people in more than 125 countries. He believes in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement and teaching others how to get to the next level of their lives. In his mid-twenties, he had everything he wanted, a beautiful girlfriend, high-paying job, sports car, his dream body, but still ended up sitting on the edge of his bed debating suicide. He was determined to overcome anxiety and depression. Years later, he created a successful podcast of a multi, making it into a multi-six-figure business, which impacts hundreds and thousands of people in countries all over the world. Wow, that is quite a lot to be proud of Kevin Thank that's you. amazing I only uh, hope I can I can live up to the the reputation I only hope I can make the bio proud <laughs> <laughs> you are doing it just by breathing Thank you. <laughs> and helping all those people around the world mm. now you know before you you know went to the podcast were you always into servicing people and helping them? So I never thought I was, which is interesting. But as I got further into actually helping others, I started to reflect. And it helped me understand that I have been coaching people for a lot longer than I ever realized. I remember I, I would date somebody. So I had somebody I was dating for a while. And this is weird. I'll just throw that out there. This is very strange. <laughs> and after her and I kind of separated, she used to message me for relationship advice because she oh, she met a new partner. Wow. And I, I was like, this is awesome. I love this. The fact that we dated and we can actually be friendly and I can help you in your life is awesome. So I had been doing it for longer than I realized, but it took me actually doing it for a longer period of time and then reflecting to understand that at a deeper level. So yes, short answer, yes. <laughs> so people recognized you right away as this is a guy that can really help me. And even though whatever relationship I have with him, friend or beyond, um, that you really have the answers. How do you find those? What, what is your philosophy? Yeah, I, that, is a, that is a great question. I think my philosophy has always been nothing is what it seems and everything is from a root, not the plant that you see. So 
And I think another part of it is I think I've always understood social relationship dynamics. I don't know where that comes from, but that was early on. It was, you know, somebody would message me and say, hey, my partner is doing blank, 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 and blank. What do you think? And I would just try to think intuitively of like, well, if I was doing that, it would probably be because I didn't value you. I wasn't getting my needs met. So mm. honestly, I really think it's because I tried to explore things at a deeper level. And if you can see things below the surface, you can help people at a deeper level. When we talk about helping somebody, yeah, you can give them five tips. You can give them tactics. Yeah. Truly helping somebody usually is you helping them change their identity. In order to help them change their identity, you have to understand your own identity and what that means. So I think it was because I was doing work on me that I didn't realize I was doing yet. Yeah. And, you know, that is key, you know, when I work with business leaders and, you know, business owners, entrepreneurs, it's always about them self-leading first. It's mm -hmm. about this deep discovery of who they are, what they believe in, their values, because that's going to come out in their communication style, their beliefs, their collaboration, and the way they push the mission. So I'm behind that 100%, which is great. Now, tell me about Next Level University, because that's beyond, way beyond just helping the one-to-one -one person, although I'm sure that's what you do, what do you do at, uh, at next level? Yeah. So to your point, it's very much, uh, it's a lot. So next level university is not only the name of our podcast, but it is the business that we have built under it. So number one, it's the podcast It's seven episodes a week focused on holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. A lot of people can teach you how to make more money, but to Jody's point, not everybody's going to talk about the limiting beliefs that are holding you back or the subconscious blocks that you have from your childhood or whatever that may be. So we really want to help people understand themselves at a deeper level so they can actually use the tactics in the most effective, efficient way. So that's the podcast in a nutshell. But yeah, below that, we have one-on-one -on -one coaching, group coaching, retreats, live events. We do speeches. Uh, we go to events. So it really... When we started at Jody, it was from a place of impact. We have many layers in our business. Half of our business is free. And we want it to stay that way. We do a free podcast every week, free live podcast, Q&A, Ask Us Anything. We do a free monthly virtual event that's completely behind the scenes that does not get repurposed. It doesn't get recorded where we can get very deep with a group of people. And our goal is, look, maybe you're early in your self-improvement journey and you don't have money to invest in a coach, fine. I'm not going to try to convince you to do it. You can come listen to the show or be part of our Facebook group and get value that way until maybe you're at the level where you're ready to invest. That's very generous of you. So let's say you're working with a person. Um, they're kind of new at this self-discovery business. Mm. How do you get them to open up and really understand themselves? It all for me starts with questions. So I did this with somebody recently. I said, okay, I want us to sit down and I want you to come up with three versions of yourself and we'll do it together. I said, okay, you have the past version, you have the present version, and you have the desired future. Now, I don't want to talk about what this person does. I don't want to talk about what this person reads. This is what I want you to say. I want you to say the old me, the past version of me, I was the type of person who blink. 
That's your identity. Now, who are you today? I am the type of, a type of person who blank. Who will you be in the future? I will be the type of person who blank. So I think it all starts with questions. For somebody out there who has never done it, start asking yourself why. I told Jody this before this interview. I said, I just want to let you know, you have very calming energy. You have a very, uh, a very present, safe energy. Now, why did I say that? Well, I wanted her to know that, first of all. But the other part was, I know subconsciously that when I feel safe, I'm able to deliver more value. I just know that about myself because I know the other person's actually invested in the conversation and in value. But I, that's because I've asked myself why. I've gotten off interviews where I said, what the hell was that? That was terrible. I, that wasn't me. Why? And the answer oftentimes was, ah, there was ego there or the person didn't seem interested, or I could tell we were on a different page. So asking yourself why, I believe, is one of the the best ways to get to a, an initial level of self-awareness. Right. And, and I love the fact that you brought up, as we're both coaches, you have to make the other person feel safe. Mm. And you have to let them know that, you know, this is between you and them, and whatever they can say, is all right. In fact, that may shine a light on something both of you hadn't thought about. Yeah. And that's that's a great way to help them to open up. And thank you for the comment of, of course. my calming demeanor. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, all right. Now, um, you know, you've recorded like so many episodes. <laughs> what have you learned? What have you learned about people? Mm. Oh man. You know, I, I hate to like make it negative, but this is, <laughs> no. this is the thing that's, that's been on top of my mind recently. And I, I think this is one of my missions deep inside of me. I've realized that a lot of people are faking it. I really have. I've, I've learned that many people are, are more interested in making the product look good than making the product be better. And that has been a, a challenge for me. Honestly, it has been a challenge it's been painful. It's been a painful realization because I always assumed that as we moved up and got to know things and our mm -hmm. awareness got higher, I'd feel more connected to everything else. Now it's almost like I feel less connected because I don't believe in overnight success. I don't believe mm -hmm. in get rich quick. I don't believe in necessarily making your life a life of ease. That's not what I am in this for. I'm in this for impact. And mm -hmm. if we're going to impact people, we got to show up, right? Like yeah. the best mu musicians in the world, they write music. That's how they impact people. But if they decide, you know what? I don't really want to do that anymore. It's going to be very hard for them to impact people. So yeah, one of the things I've learned is many people aren't necessarily who they say they are. Mm -hmm. And I think to a degree, none of us are, but mm -hmm. how, do we, how do we bridge the gap and close the Delta? And then I would say the other thing is on a positive note, Many people, everybody has had their own unique version of adversity and everybody has the opportunity to at least make it their advantage. Now, I understand circumstantially, everything is a little bit different. I'm a, a white male in America, which is, you know, I'm very privileged to have all that and not everybody has that opportunity. But if you can understand your adversity and use it as motivation instead of a roadblock, I think it's tremendously helpful. And Many of us run, run from our traumas when I think if we understand them at a deeper level, we'll get further in life at the end. 
That's a great point. Really, really seeing what's blocking you mm-hmm. and embracing that. Um, you know, obviously, if it's negative for you, like addiction, mm-hmm. um, you want to figure that out. You want to get help. You want to move on. But, but what can you do every day that will slowly help unblock you to move forward to your dreams? Now, it's interesting. I want to go back to the point you made about people are faking it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love the point where you say it takes time and takes a while, but how do you know when someone's faking it? Yeah. So this is the interesting thing. You can only ask questions and understand at the level of awareness you have. That's the interesting thing is, you know, if if somebody was to come to me and they want to ask about podcasting, it's going to be very hard for them to get the full value of what I know because they don't know what I know, which is that interesting thing. Like you could really only draw out to the level of awareness you have. So that's, I'll, I'll set it up with that. You only can really tell when number one, you see behind the curtain. Number two, things aren't adding up. Like you're seeing some anomalies. So th- that's another one. And three, people can't answer your questions. Mm-hmm. They can't get to the root of like, so what did you do differently? What do you, so why does your system work better than everybody else's that you, you have to be able to back up what you're saying and you have to ask questions. And I, I, that's why I love interviews so much. Cause I'm getting asked questions that maybe I've never thought of. And it's like, oh man, what's my, can I actually provide a valuable answer to that question? <laughs> if not, I try to say, look, I just, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know, but I think that's a good way is one of the best ways to see somebody's awareness and understanding is to ask them a question and let them go. Let them go and see what happens. Yeah, and, I, and I'm getting from you that if people are more vulnerable and they're saying, hey, you know, that's a great question, but I have no idea. I've dabbled in this a little bit and that. I don't have an answer. Mm. I mean, I think there is some real... Um, that person is is being as real as they can yep. at that moment and moving away from that fakeness, like, mm-hmm. oh, I've got all the answers <laughs> and I know everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, and that's, that's great because, you know, if there's anything I learned after these pandemic years, it's people want to connect mm-hmm. and they connect to other people's truths. Yes. And that's very powerful. Now, let's say that the person doesn't know, but they don't know what next steps to take. How do you build up people's confidence level to take next steps? Yeah, one of the interesting things about confidence is I think people either assume A, I have it, or B, I don't. And I think confidence is just a spectrum. I think it's like anything else. Um, it's not that you're strong or weak. You're just not as strong as you want to be or you're you know, not as strong as you once were. So I always use this analogy. Many of us think of the thing that scares us the most. And we say, I'm not confident enough to do that. What I always tell people is you're looking at the peak. You're not looking at the next summit. So this is, this is my analogy. Um, somebody reached out to me. And she said, I want to be a speaker and a podcaster like you. I said, awesome. I, I know a guy. I can help you. Like, uh, I'm happy to hop on a call. Let's discuss it. I said, all right, what are you doing to speak now? And she said, oh, man, I wanted to do a Facebook Live, but I'm so afraid. And I said, all right, on a scale of 1 to 10, how outside of your comfort zone is doing a Facebook Live? She said 12, okay? Mm-hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, understandable. On a scale of 1 to 10, how outside of your comfort zone is it for you to record a video 
and send it to nobody. And she said, that's like, that's easy. That's like a zero. Cool. On a scale of one to 10, how outside of your comfort zone is it for you to record a video and send it to me only? And she said, probably a five. So that's what we do then. Perfect. I don't want you to jump on Facebook. I want you to do the next available thing that is not only feasible, but it, it brings you into your anxiety zone a little bit. It's something that's scary, but not to the point where it's going to crush you. So if you think about it from, we have the comfort zone, the next layer is the learning zone, and then we have the anxiety zone. The way to build confidence is to live in your learning zone. That's from my perspective, I might come off as a very confident man. It's only because for the last five years, I've tried to figure out where is my anxiety zone, where is my comfort zone, and how do I live in the learning zone? Because that's where the lessons are. And it's very much the question of where do you live and where do you visit? If you hmm. live in anxiety, you're not going to build confidence. You're going to build anxiety and you're going to probably build self-doubt. But if you live in your comfort zone, you're going to lose by default because you're not going to do the required things. So if you think about it this way, when you do something new, you get a new result. And when you get that new result, you have to contemplate that result. And when you contemplate that result, you get a new awareness. And from that new awareness, you can make a better decision. But if you're just living in your comfort zone, not trying new things, you never get the opportunity for the new awareness and therefore you lose by default. So that's what it is. Small, actionable steps, very small. They might seem insignificant and minute. They will add up over time. And in five years, you might be 1,100 episodes into a podcast where you didn't think you could be a podcaster at the beginning. Right. Uh, great. I uh, love, uh, love that. Um, by being in that learning zone, out of that comfort zone, people can really start learning, reviewing, how did things go? How can I make it better? How can I make me more comfortable? And then gaining that new awareness, which creates that confidence. Mm -hmm. Now, what's interesting is what I've found, and, and uh, you've pointed this out in some of the literature that I've read, is doing things consistently, mm -hmm. um, just doing it, you know, like the Nike ad, just do it consistently, set yourself up with an actionable plan to do that. Can you speak a little more about that? Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite analogies for consistency, if you said, Kevin, I will give you a million dollars right now if you can do the splits you keep your money. I mean, I might try and I probably would injure myself pretty badly, but it wouldn't be physically possible for me currently. But if you said, I'll give you 365 days, if you can do the splits by this time next year, I'll give you a million dollars. I'm going to get that million dollars because if, you, if I practice the splits every day for a year, unless there's some sort of physical disability, I should be able to do it. But I start taking days off. Eh, okay. I might still get there. Um, you know, I start taking a couple days off a week. I might still get there. If I only do it once a week, that's only 52 sessions. There's no possible way it's going to happen. So when I think about consistency, what I think about is this number one, in the beginning, you're not very good. That's the first point of consistency. You're not very good in the beginning. You don't deserve to win yet because you're not valuable. That's okay. I was terrible at this in the beginning. I just wasn't very good. Number two, when you're consistent, you learn things that you didn't know would work later. So I always use the video game analogy. In the first level of the video game, you might pick up a sword. You might not use that sword until level 25. But if you quit at level 24, you're going to think that sword was useless when it's not. 
Number three, you will build confidence. That is the thing about consistency is when you are consistently showing up, keeping those small promises to yourself, you're going to prove yourself right enough times. You're going to have self-trust. So it's, it is everything. It is everything at the end of the day, Jody, because most people, most people think that what you're doing today is going to lead to your sex, your success tomorrow. That's not true. What I'm doing today might not lead to success for five years down the road, but if I stop at any time, I lose all the momentum. It's not what you're doing today that matters for tomorrow. What I do today might not matter at all tomorrow, but it will matter in five years and it will matter even more in 10 years. But if you stop the train, you lose everything you've built. Yeah. And, um, Again, I, I, you know, you don't know if anything will lead to success, but if you don't try mm. and you don't contemplate, you're never going to know what will lead to success. Yeah. Um, failing is part of what's going to lead you to success. You know, it's going to. Uh, it's going to let you know what you have to do or flip things around or who else you have to contact within a company uh, to get that one-on-one -on -one conversation to put you on that road to success. And I always like, I always tell my coaching clients that at the end of a day, again, it's an opportunity to review what you've done and pat yourself on the back for continuing your success story you know if you tried if you set aside an hour of of again completing your actionable steps then you know feel good about that and that will help to carry you to the next time there's going to be frustrations mm -hmm. of course but at least pat yourself on the back for trying if you're going to take credit for your losses you got to take credit for your wins you have to. You have to. And that's it's such an important point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, great, great. Yes, take credit, please. So, Kevin, tell me about the next success you're working on. What are oh, you man. doing? And um, what are the challenges? And <laughs> what's keeping you going? The next success we're working on, we just started an app. So we had a company build us an app to help people be more consistent. I think that, the, you know what the struggle is? In the beginning, nothing works. I mean, we have an app that we paid a, a fair amount of money to get done. And I think right now there's like 50 people using it. And in the grand scheme of things, that's awesome. 50 people are using it. But if you think about it, it doesn't seem very successful. So this is what I'll say. We have many things that we're starting, right? We're starting retreats and we're starting another round of group coaching. But this is the interesting thing. The trouble with everything, the struggle with everything is anytime you start something new, you're rebuilding momentum and you get those old feelings of, oh yeah, yeah, yep. I remember this. I just started another podcast about podcasting and I have like <laughs> 60 downloads or something, you know, and I'm not used to that because we have a show that gets so many downloads. So it's interesting that when you start, you're rebuilding momentum and you get those familiar feelings of, oh yeah, yeah, this is a train that is just getting going and doesn't have any momentum yet. Yeah, we we get used to laying back on our laurels. Yes. One thing is a well-creased train, isn't mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Our machine, yeah, that, oh, it's going well. All I need to do is show up, 
for X amount, you know, it's, it's kind of like autopilot, but yeah. um, that's great that you're creating that app, Thank recognizing you. you need patience mm -hmm. and moving forward, which is great. Persistent patience. That's what persistent I like to say. Persistent patience. Persistent patience. We're define, not just waiting. Can you We're, define that? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, I'd love that. It's, it's work and wait. I think that's persistent patience in a nutshell where some people work really hard, but they don't wait. And some people are just waiting. They're like, okay, this will this will pick up eventually, but they're not doing the necessary work. I really think that's what it is. I think we were in a culture for a long time where people say, grind your face off, don't sleep, it doesn't matter. Then I think the pendulum swung maybe too far to it's all going to work out. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Only feel, Only do what you feel like doing. I just think the truth is somewhere in the middle, resistance is required for growth. So you can't only do what's fun and easy, but you have to do what's sustainable and you can't work 19 hours a day and sleep for, for three. It's not sustainable either. So finding your sweet spot when it comes to persistent patience, I think is, is very important. Mm, great. And yeah, it's um, everybody works differently. Everybody has a different process, different experience. And it is, again, just finding that going back and i love the review process again i have people do that every day what worked what didn't work what are you proud of what's what can you move forward with on the next day which is great mm -hmm. well kevin tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you um when things happen on a monthly or monthly basis with your q a they may want to hook into that yeah. So I always tell people to listen to the podcast that I think that's the best place for you to learn more about what we do. And honestly, it's free. That's, that's my goal. I don't want you to come give me money necessarily. I don't think it's right. So I would say, listen to the podcast. It's called next level university. We're on all the major podcast platforms as well as YouTube. And we produce an episode every single day. So we will always be there. And then when you get there, you'll hear us talk about the other stuff. And if you align with what we're talking about, stick around, and ultimately, if it's meant to be, you will find us at the, the other places in the business. But that's where I always send people. That's where the value is. That's where you'll get to know us and you can decide if we're for you or not. That's great. I, I love the fact that, that you offer so much and podcasting that. every day is <laughs> it's a that's lot. quite a commitment. It, it is, it but is I, I'm blessed. I love it. I love it. The fact yeah. that I get to do this every day and I get to have wonderful conversations with you and, you know, it's, this is why this was my dream at one point. So while it's exhausting and it takes a lot and it's stressful, I do try to remain grateful and remember what it was like not to have this. Right. And it, it, it seems like, again, you've, you've found your sweet spot. Yes. You were exploring, innovating your business, but um, it sounds like, you know, you love doing this. I'm hearing the energy and the vibe, the good vibes coming through. So that's wonderful. I appreciate I wanna, it. Yeah, abs absolutely. I want to thank you for taking the time to be on this show um, and to give us some really good food for thought. I appreciate right? the opportunity. Great, Kevin. You take care then. Bye. Bye. I'm so grateful that you've listened to the end of this podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review it, and share it with your friends. I love teaching insights so that you can have a more impactful and meaningful life. 
It's my mission to build a thriving community of happy, fulfilled people. Want more? Visit my website at yourspectacularlife.com.